Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Welcome, everyone. This is Joseph Tropper, episode 11, Five Tips to Love Yourself. And please bear with me. I know that title might have scared off a lot of people, but I can promise you that if I would have actually called it by what I'm going to talk about, that would have scared off even more. This is really a topic of self-love, but more importantly, self-esteem, which obviously the two come together. And so many people run away from that feeling uh, and that topic, but it's really such an important thing. And listen, people that have depression, anxiety, and all types of mental health concerns uh, at the core of it, many of them are suffering from self-esteem and a lack of self-love, which is causing that. Now, I don't believe that, and I don't think you do either, that just a lot of love could take care of these problems. I think that attachment theory is great and wonderful, but you know we need to take care of ourselves physically and psychologically as well. But I do believe that when we work on self-love and we work on self-esteem, there's a lot that we can accomplish. So stick around and please give it, give it a chance and just listen to it. I think it's going to make a difference in your life. Actually, it will make a difference in your life. Just listen on. All right. So again, when we talk about self-esteem and self-love, a lot of people think it's a hippie-ish thing or, yeah, self-love, it's made up and I don't need it. It's fine. I'm good. But the truth is that we all need self-love and we all need to take care of ourselves. There's research that shows that people that have certain external uh, situations in their life that are just difficult, like if they've been abused or hurt or in poverty or having other stressors in their life, then their, their self-esteem is going to be hurt. Their self-love is going to be hurt. People that have depression and anxiety and uh, exhibit a lot of stress symptoms usually have low self-esteem that come with it. Not always, but often. You know, how many times people come in my office and say, I'm successful, I have a lot of things, but I'm not happy. Uh, we need to learn how to love ourselves. And I'm going to teach you how to do that on one foot, and I'll give you a couple of resources where you could actually develop it further. It is just so important. Let's start off with um, one of my favorite people on the topic is Dr. Glenn Shilardi, and he wrote a book called The Self-Esteem Workbook. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be very embarrassed about buying that, although 575,000 copies have been sold to date, so according to his website. So apparently not. None of us want to say, well, I have low self-esteem because that would put us in a weak and vulnerable place. So we're not going to talk about that. We're just going to talk about ways to work on self-love and to really be able to surround yourself with a healthy environment and personal focus on personal goals and personal growth. And starting off with this topic, I'm going to give you a quote, which is from Maxwell Maltz. He says, low self-esteem is like driving through life with your handbrake on. Obviously, this kind of dates the quote because handbrakes are really old. But anyway, the, the, the quote is really timeless for me. Uh, that low self-esteem gets in the way. And you if you turn off that brake, it's amazing what people do. And I've seen this time and again, people that work on their low self-esteem, or we're going to call it self-love here, because that's more, uh, that's, that's less... Uh, stigmatizing. People that work on this aspect really are very, very successful. And this entire podcast is uh, in response to a question I got from Jenny, uh, actually in Maryland, my town here. And uh, she wrote, Joe, thanks so much for the podcast. I'm really enjoying it. Shared it with a lot of my friends. Uh, thanks a lot, Jenny. I appreciate that. Um, how do I work on my self-esteem? I just seem to constantly get pushed down at work and home and cannot get my head back up above the water. So this entire podcast is dedicated to you, Jenny. Anyone else that's willing to listen to this really 
touchy topic of self-love and self-esteem. So let's talk about the five ways that we could work on it. And again, of course, as always, this is a starting point, and I invite you to explore these uh, so much further and so much more. I think you're going to get a lot from it. Starting off with Glenn Shilardi, Dr. Glenn Shilardi's definition of what is self-esteem to begin with, and he says such a brilliant thing. He says, we have to be realistic. We have to know who we are. We have to hold the balance between self-defeating shame and worthlessness versus self-defeating narcissism and pride. And when we have one of those extremes, we're in big trouble and we're not very pleasant to be around on either end. But when we have a balance between that self-defeating shame and that self-defeating pride and narcissism, then we could start appreciating ourselves and bringing out who we really are and what we really would like in life. So let's go through the list of five things. So number one is define your role models. What I find with my clients is that often when I talk about them personally, it ends up becoming a debate that I'm trying to convince them that they have worth. And that's never a way that someone's going to work on their self-love. So define who your role models are and look at the things that they do that you look up to and respect. And you could do those yourself. And look, when you look with an honest eye, you'll see that you're probably doing many of those things. So by defining who your role models are, it could be a friend, parent, grandparent, uh, spiritual leader, uh, acquaintance, uh, someone that you know from the community, define those role models and then look at yourself and see which of the traits that you're emulating. And that automatically will fill you up with more self-love because it's easy to love external things. Sometimes we need to have that little reminder that we also have that quality and we take ourselves for granted, just like we take other people for granted, we take ourselves for granted. And so when you could define your role models and then find the reflection that you have of them, I think that'll help you appreciate who you are and what you have to offer. Number two, appreciate your outer and inner world. And this is so important. The things that impact our self-esteem are often out of our control. We can't control how much money we make always. We can't control whether we're employed or not. We can't control our living situation or a lot of things in our environment are not controllable. As we acknowledge that these things sometimes hurt us, that, you know, when Stephen Jobs got fired from Apple or basically let go, he could have walked away and been depressed and said, this is ridiculous. You know, a company really ruined me. And how could they do this to me? And he could have been a very bitter person. And I imagine that it took him some time to get back on his feet. That's what at least what his biography says about him. But the bottom line is that he certainly made a comeback and did not mope in his sadness for too long to the point that it stopped him from succeeding. It's normal to lick our wounds and to you know regather our resources after something uh, you know happens in our life. But recognize the outer things that are going on in our life and recognize the inner things in our life. Sometimes we have negative feelings, negative self-talk that's going on. Um, and when we, when we start to recognize and acknowledge that, that will help us develop our self-love and our self-concept. Number three is respect yourself and others. Um, and this is really something that's so important when we look at the things about ourselves that we are happy about and that we respect, uh, we will start to advocate for ourselves more. And when we look at the things about other people that we respect, we'll be a more pleasant person to be around. And this really helps. Again, I'm, I'm pushing for mindfulness. When we are mindful of our positive qualities, we could do so much in life, so much more than being stuck in a negative place and a self-hating place, which is just so destructive. Number four, think about your values. Think about the value that you bring to your team, to your family. Um, you know, we all have meaning to people around us. Uh, maybe it's a pet, maybe it's a, a distant relative, or maybe it's a friend. But think about the values that you stand for and what you develop. And that is something that really helps develop our self-esteem and do something about those values. If you're a giver, well, find a way that you could give. I don't necessarily mean giving away your money, but giving away your time or your energy or your resources. Um, I'm in the field of mental health counseling. I tell all therapists, uh, have pro bono 
uh, slots you give away. You know, I have a friend that has five slots per month that they give away. I have another friend who does one slot. But there are things that you do that you can impact other people without costing you too much time and energy. So think about your values and live them, bring them out, and appreciate them. And number five is polish your acceptance. A lot of times people that don't have self-love are stuck in a place of non-acceptance. They blame themselves, they blame, they blame, blame others for their problems. Usually they ultimately deep down they blame themselves. People that are blamers, usually what it is is just blaming themselves and then externally trying to push that away. But anyway, we're not here to psychoanalyze people. Well, maybe we are, but in this segment, we're here to help you. Polish your acceptance, work on accepting yourself uh, letting go of the past. We've talked about that you know, here on this program, letting go of the past. Because when you're holding resentment and anger about yourself and frustration or even about others, you're really holding yourself back and you're giving away a lot of your power to other people and a lot of your energy to other people. So if you think about that, I'm really trying to help you live a better life and to learn how to really appreciate who you are and what you have to offer. Those are the five things. If you want, you can find this list printed very nicely on our website, Mind Your Mind Online. Take a look there. We got other resources as well. So finally, in summary, I know this is a touchy topic for many people, self-love and uh, self-respect or self-esteem, but it is something that really could impact our life. And when we have a, a better identity of who we are, we accomplish more and we feel better about what we're doing. Life is very challenging. There are things around us that threaten to throw us off. But when we focus on who we are, what our values are, and what we have to offer the world, we can accomplish really great things. I thank you so much for listening. And once again, I always appreciate your reviews on iTunes. It helps our show reach other people and get our message out to teach everybody how to mind your mind. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.